0: You are listening to Did You Hear, Did You
1: Hear, Did You Hear, Did You
2: Hear, hear? The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library
0: in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider.
2: In this episode of Did You Hear, interlibrary loan librarian Carrie Syme and her staff join host Dave Carson to demystify interlibrary loan, a.k.a. ILL. How does it all work? Can you borrow from all over the world? What are some of the more surprising items people have borrowed? It's all interesting stuff as we go inside ILL.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Did You Hear? And today we're going to talk about a very misunderstood topic, but one that's super exciting and full of mystery. I hope I didn't oversell that. But we're talking about interlibrary loan. For those of us that uh, are uh, library uh, power users, we call that ILL. And so I have three people from the ILL department here to talk uh, about this fascinating subject today. And we have the head of ILL, Carrie Syme. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you. And we have two of your staff. Please introduce yourselves.
3: Hi, I'm Abby Menard and I am an ILO clerk.
2: I'm Sarah Andrews and I'm an interlibrary loan clerk.
0: Well, welcome to you all. So if users of the Johnson County Library System come to our webpage, jocolibrary.org, you can go to using the library and on that drop-down menu of using the library, you'll find interlibrary loan. So if you click that, You'll come to a page with big heading says interlibrary loan and it says, looking for something we don't have, we'll, hap- uh, we'll be happy to try to borrow it for you from another library through our interlibrary loan service. I think there's a lot of misconceptions um, and it's kind of funny because I think some people think that interlibrary loan is just between the libraries here in our system. But, oh, no, 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 you can get stuff from is it is it overstating it to say, all over the world, overseas? Wow! Yeah. So, how many how many countries how many libraries are participate in, you know, sharing their collection?
1: Well, the people that are the libraries that are sharing through OCLC uh, is are over seventy two thousand. Different libraries,
0: seventy-two thousand.
1: And this doesn't count the smaller libraries in just about every state that may not be trading through o- OCLC. Wow. So there are lots of options out there.
0: Now, each of these libraries, they don't share their entire collection, do they?
1: No, we all we can all share what we choose. And so our library, for instance, isn't able to lend microfilm. Okay. Uh, but we, we borrow lots and lots of formats, including microfilm. We can borrow microfilm.
0: Yeah, I've encountered some libraries that have really great vinyl collections, for example, and sometimes they don't want those to travel.
3: Yeah, there's, um, there's a lot out there that don't, but there are some libraries out there that will, and we have some pretty regular patrons that uh, request vinyl and and things. And so it's really nice to be able to get those in.
0: How hard is it to find that item that I can't find in the Johnson County Library uh, catalog but uh, might be out there somewhere else?
3: It's, uh, it's not too hard, um, especially if there's a lot of libraries out there. Um, and we work behind the scenes to try and find that for you.
0: Let's talk about the the behind-the-scenes part. So I mentioned you go to our website and um, going back to that page um, There's uh, a set of instructions says you have two options one is uh, recommended search the world's uh, libraries through WorldCat first search and if you go there It's a basic search like anything else, but also can be really robust. You can choose all kinds of different formats and you have a lot of different options of narrowing down the results. So let's say I find what I want and I submit it. It then, then magic happens, right? So (laughs) it (laughs) happens to, to, to a patron, it's magic because it then goes to you and what do you do?
2: So it comes into us and we, um, Can either have it go directly as a request and it just goes through and we don't see it a lot of them do uh, become unfilled for various reasons and we have to manually go in and um, put those in ourselves so we get all those requests and then um, they come in from the libraries we process them send them out to our patrons so it's a lot (laughs) it's a whole process
0: Wow so is it, is, it, is it difficult to, to get libraries to agree to loan
2: No, things? not usually. Um, if they have any questions, they do a conditional where they, they would be like, you know, um, we want it to be in library use or um, we have set um,
3: rules. Like my ch- they may charge a fee yeah. or something like that. So
2: they'll let us know if there's something...
1: And whenever there's a restriction like either of those, we always check with the patron first to see yeah. if in libraries only, for instance, which would be an item uh, that's kept at Central for the patron to view. Uh, we don't want to borrow an item and have it at Central if the patron lives in Spring Hill and only wants to check it out. Right. Um, or if there's a cost, any cost involved. Uh, we check with the patron to see what the maximum they're able or willing to pay uh-huh. before we make the agreement to borrow an item so we're never going to surprise you with a bill you didn't expect
0: and so those would be coming from the, the, that fee might come from another library but we never charge to have it transported here
1: exactly We wow. we don't charge we pay any mailing fees and any transportation fees And patrons only pay if on and it's fairly rare it's very rare uh, if we can only find a lender that will charge a fee and some patrons in those cases prefer just to go on Amazon and buy the item oh yeah Uh.
3: and sometimes the items are so rare that they're willing to pay the fee because there's no other way they're gonna get it
0: that makes sense yeah well, let's continue to demystify the process of interlibrary loan. So one of the things that I, I think is kind of interesting is that you've got all these different libraries, all of them probably have different rules for lending different types of collections, obviously, because they have some things that we don't. We have some things that they don't. Is it is it all pretty reciprocal, kind of equal, uh, the amount of sharing that goes on between libraries? Do some libraries lend more than others? Um, also, the lending periods. Are some of those longer or shorter than others? That's a lot of questions.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, what was the beginning of the
0: question? <laughs> well so there there are a lot of different libraries and so um, they have different different rules
3: yeah so within WorldShare which is the program we use with OCLC for lending um, their uh, libraries can set up profiles and um, constant data which is it'll show like what they're willing to lend um, what they're not willing to lend any fees they charge, any reciprocal agreements. Um, one of the biggest reciprocal agreements that we do have with, uh, nationwide is called ELVIS. It's Libraries Very Interested in Sharing. Oh. <laughs> so any library that participates in that is going to be free.
0: There's so much. many bad acronyms out there. I so know. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, so every library kind of sets their their rules as far as what they're willing to lend um, and things like that.
0: So does it ever seem like it's unbalanced? Are there some libraries that just have just a really great collection that seems to go float out in the world more than others, and then some are like, nobody's ever borrowing from us, you know?
1: Some some academic libraries are pretty restricted, Um, and when interesting case that we've run across is um, a national library in Denmark that requests to borrow from us very frequently. Uh, their restriction is for us to borrow from, or for anyone, to borrow from them. They charge a fee. We lend for free and so there there isn't an exact balance there. Yeah,
0: wow. It's, it's just fascinating. Um, in just a second we're going to get into all of the unique things that you might have processed over the years. Um, I need to share my personal story because Carrie actually helped me one time. Um, When I was in graduate school, I wrote a master's thesis. And so when you write a master's thesis, it's a book, you know, it's like a 162 page book and they bind it and they make a copy and they stick it on the shelf of a library. Mine was, mine's at the uh, library at, uh, k-state university and uh they also have you buy as many copies for yourself as you want i was poor oh my <laughs> gosh i was eating macaroni and cheese and fro- frozen frozen Tonys and uh ramen noodle and um uh, you know i couldn't afford to buy my a copy of my master's thesis and so uh i was like you know when i was in this job uh, a few years ago i was like well, I wonder if I would be able to, to get that through Interlibrary Loan. And immediately through the interface, it's like, no, that's not something that um, you're, you're able to to get. But I talked to Carrie, and she actually was able to work with uh, the K-State Library, and I got to see my Yay. own book.
2: <laughs> that's, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, it was that's super great.
0: cool. Yeah. So what other kind of just strange things have you encountered
2: (laughs) this is my favorite part about (laughs) ILL it's the interesting things that I've heard that we've gotten in and also the requests. some of them we haven't been able to get in but I still think they're very interesting Um, I know in the past we got a um, model of an ear that was very cool Um, we have gotten a request for a bag of twigs and a magnifying glass (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was very interesting. We weren't able to get that one in. I was really upset. Um, we got a request for a taxidermied bird, oh my. Um, in a glass cloche, oh. um, and we were unable to get that one in. Um, it actually belonged to a president, and I hate to say I forget which president it is, but oh. it was in a presidential uh, collection.
0: Oh wow! So
2: they weren't going to lend that out.
0: <laughs> do, do presidential libraries uh, allow mm. access to their collections at, at times? Uh,
1: the John F. Kennedy Presidential Library it was at one time one of our best suppliers for microfilm oh, for wow. years and years. They're no longer able to do that, but that's the one that stands out in my mind. Okay. Well,
0: what other interesting items have you come yeah. across?
2: Is there anything you guys...
1: Um. We've had uh, one patron asked for three different sizes of cake pans. She used those to make a cousin's wedding gift, her wedding cake.
0: Oh yeah! Wow. And
1: regretted it later because it took over 20 pounds of confectioner's sugar <laughs> and was real expensive <laughs> <laughs> to oh, to make. Oh wow!
2: And I, we haven't gotten any, but I think you can request American Girl dolls also. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's fascinating.
2: <laughs> and and Carrie recently found a list of, like, all kinds of amazing things that apparently there are options out there to borrow. There were, like, Santa suits and one library you can check out people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think it's like an expert on something oh, and okay. so you go to the library but they said you can check out people
0: yeah yeah <laughs> the, the, the library's not into human trafficking no. Make sure that <laughs> i
2: think it was like nurses okay and, oh yeah, yeah yeah so you could go in and expertise. be expertise like, yes expertise
0: okay Wow. That, that's fascinating. Um, so I, I saw on the, the website there, there are all kinds of things that are listed, like of course, books, visual materials, computer files, um, internet resources, serial publications, sound recordings, archival materials, um, articles, music scores, and maps. So have you, have you,
1: do you get a lot of requests for non book type items? Not tons and tons of requests Is for it non-book items. We and as Sarah said, we can get some items that are uh, actual items other than books. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, that it's usually books, DVD, CDs, microfilm, Audio LPs, books. yeah, LPs, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are are the majority books? Would you say?
1: Lots of
3: DVDs. Yeah.
0: DVDs it's, more so than it books. It
3: might be equal, books and DVDs.
0: That's that's interesting. So how often is it that when something's requested, do, I, I want this part demystified, do you all make the decision or does collections get involved somehow? Or how would it work that somehow our collections department thinks that, well, we should really own that. We should buy that. Uh, does that happen?
3: Yeah. Well, with the, um, when they get in suggestions for purchase, if they're uh, unable to purchase the item, they'll send it to us to try an ILL. Okay. Um, sometimes, if we see something being requested over and over and over, right, we will contact them and say, "Hey, is there any way, and you know, that you guys might be able to to buy this since we're just getting it, getting so many requests for it." That.
0: Yeah, I could see that. It's like what how could you how could we possibly not have this this is the greatest movie ever or the greatest book
3: yeah or like if a sequel comes out and we don't have the first the first whatever dvd or you know then um we start getting in all those requests and so then maybe sometimes we'll contact collections and ask hey do you want to get the first dvd because the second one is out and everybody wants to watch the first uh-huh. And
2: something. Sometimes things have been weeded from the collection, so we don't have them anymore. I know when *A Star Is Born* came out, we got a request for the previous one. Oh, sure. Nineteen um, seventies. So, Actually, yeah. I think there've been three there, versions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense that people want to see. You. Well, uh, that happened with me. I saw the movie *It* out in the theater, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see. And we do have. The, the Tim Curry made-for-television version <laughs> of it uh, from back in the 80s in our collection. But, you know, it'd be a good example. If we didn't, I could get it through I- ILL.
1: You you could give us a shot. It is important to note too that any request that is placed for a current year item goes directly into a a queue for the collection development department to look at and those are the items that that our collection development departments choosing from when they're looking at what we're going to buy for the library. Uh, And money is generally spent trying to buy newer items for the library. So our job is To as much as as often as we can to to borrow the older items. Yeah, that makes sense,
0: and uh, it's what what a great service for the library. I mean, if we're trying to always buy new things, and you're wanting that old item, we're probably not buying that. So, gotta find it somewhere. Yeah,
1: we can expand the collection in a variety of ways, and and ILL is one.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So on a personal level, I'm sure you've worked other jobs. Uh, do you find this work rewarding?
3: Well,
2: I yeah, mean, you're,
0: you're, so you're library detectives. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it maybe almost 15 years now, oh. so Carrie's probably longer.
1: <laughs> Not too much longer. Yeah, yeah Abby's a real expert. And, and yeah, we do have to investigate quite a number of, of situations, tracking down books. One way or another, or or items, um, and sometimes we're looking for items that are actually available these days online. Dave was mentioning uh, uh, I, I, URLs sometimes sure. are d- popping up on uh, catalog listings, and so we're often looking online to see if a, a whole book might be published online and and. F- in this case, it would normally be something pre 1924 publication.
0: Oh, that's interesting. And
1: that's a good tip for patrons because you can often sit at home and find what you're looking for before you even need to come to us these days.
0: That is really fascinating. Um, I, I did want to, since since I brought up this list of. Um, the, the different types of searches that you could do. I'm I'm curious. Do you, do you get requests for like musical scores and and for uh, for maps?
3: Yeah, definitely musical yeah. scores, um, maps sometimes. I got an atlas yesterday. Yeah, yeah, more like atlases or something. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Well. I think it's just fascinating all the different things that you can uh, check out through ILL and it it, like you said it really expands our collection to the entire world and that's pretty amazing and uh, I've used it a number of times myself I think uh, it's uh, whether it's trying to find a DVD of cartoons for my daughter when she was a child that we didn't have in our collection or like I said my my master's thesis or just that book that we just don't have in our collection um, it's it's such an amazing uh, service that you all offer let, let me ask you this what's your favorite part of what you do
2: it makes me feel patriotic <laughs> really yeah because it, we're getting information for people, and yeah. a lot of times things come in that maybe you don't agree with. Uh-huh. Um, but it's awesome to me that we can provide that for people because you don't have to agree. We're just getting the information, and I love it right. so much.
0: Yeah, knowledge is power. Yeah. What What about you, Abby? What's your favorite part of the job?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's always
3: been the you know that freedom of information. That's one of my favorite things about libraries. And so ILL really touches on that, you know, because we can get anything. You know, if a library is willing to lend it, we can get it for you. And that's what I love about it. Plus, there's just so many different parts to ILL. You're not just sitting at a desk all day. You're up and down. You're packing books. Uh You know, you're, you know, doing all that. But when it comes down to it, getting these requests for patrons is just so exciting because, you know, being able to research and find them and things like that. And then when we actually get it in, it's like, yay! (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah,
0: Yeah. and you, Carrie,
1: I think it is the variety of different jobs that we're doing every day. And sometimes it's, it's a great chance to make contact with patrons and uh, help them on the spot. Sometimes we're tracking things down. Sometimes it's as simple as looking at our workflow to see how we can expedite getting items to patrons.
0: Yeah. Wow. You know, um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm a lifelong learner. I think most people here at the library are are lifelong learners. And, you know, um, sometimes the collection just isn't enough. You need to get some things from other areas. And I know that, uh, you know, uh, maybe we don't have uh, the biggest collection in every language. And I'm sure that you you do a lot of service by helping people find uh, titles in their native tongue. And uh, I think, uh, you know, whether people are just trying to research or read for pleasure or just grow and learn, I think what you do is a really valuable service. And so those of you out there listening, if you've never tried uh, Interlibrary Loan, if nothing else, go to jocolibrary.org. Like I said, go to Using the Library and choose Interlibrary Loan browse through the WorldCat catalog it is fascinating oh my gosh you could spend hours there because you just don't know what is in the collection at another library and you have the whole world at your fingertips did we miss a question you wish we would have asked do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic share them with us on facebook Facebook.com slash Joko Library.
1: You, you got your time, and I, I got mine too. Oh, I'll never be lonely as long as I've got you. And now, our writer's quote of the day.
0: Hi. This is Dave Carson. You know that I host the Did You Hear podcast, but that's just one of my many responsibilities as a web content developer here at the Johnson County Library. One of my favorite lines from a movie comes from the character Emily in the short animated film World of Tomorrow, written by Don Hertzfeld. Do not lose time on daily trivialities. Do not dwell on petty detail. For all of these things melt away and drift apart within the obscure traffic of time. Live well and live broadly. You are alive and living now. Now is the envy of all of the dead. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your Audio Minute we call Library Zen.
2: more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.